Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A heart attack is most commonly caused by a sudden obstruction of the oxygenated blood supply to part of the heart muscle, such as when there is a blockage in one of the coronary arteries. If the heart does not receive oxygenated blood, part of the heart muscle will die and impact on its ability to function properly. There is real risk that the heart will stop beating. The severity of the attack will depend on where the blockage occurs. Many people who die after having a heart attack could be saved if someone recognised the early warning signs and called for professional help as soon as possible. The Recognition, Signs and Symptoms Central, vice-like chest pain Possible pain down left arm or in jaw Breathlessness A rapid or irregular pulse Rapid breathing and a shortness of breath Pale blue-grey cold and clammy skin Nausea and vomiting Sense of dune What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, they did not know each other. And they could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. It is because America has not invested in its people. Shame on you. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, it didn't happen. Here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? You didn't know this kid, okay? We did it. They're looking for help. We call me. They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. We will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And when we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. But their children were saved. And their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. So uh, we are going to be covering CPR and the use of an AED. If you don't know what an AED is, don't worry. We're going to go over it. Okay? And you see we're going to do adult, child, and infant. Okay, so we're going to talk about CPR. We're also going to talk about adult, child, and infant choking. 
okay, which is not on this sheet, but we're going to talk about that just a little bit too, okay? Is there any questions so far? No? Okay. So, the first thing that you do when you are going to do CPR is you need to assess your scene. Is it safe? You never want to go someplace where it's not safe. Okay. Now, it doesn't matter what's going on with this person. If it's not safe for you, you shouldn't approach that person. Make sense? Yes, Andrew? Make sense? Okay. All right. So, let's say, Andrew, how old are you? Nine. Nine. Okay. So, if you were outside and you were playing with your next door neighbor, you guys were out in the front, in front of your house. And let's say you guys were playing catch and the ball goes rolling out into the street and your friend goes and chases after the ball and gets hit by a car, okay? It might not be safe for you to go run out into the street to go see what's wrong with him, okay? You should wait until there's an adult who could go with you. Make sense? Mm -hmm. And for the adults, you know, a burning building, things like that, you know, obviously wouldn't be safe for you either. So. That's what I mean by you need to make sure that you're safe, okay? All right, so once we've established that it's safe, then we need to check our patient to see how he's doing. The easiest way to do that is what we do, tap and shout. Hey, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? All right, now this is what most people wanna do. Hey, buddy. Are you okay? Do you think that will wake him up? No. No, that won't wake him up. I don't know if he's okay or not, right? So I need to tap and I need to shout and I need to do it kind of loudly, okay? So I know that he really needs help. Okay, so, hey, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? When he doesn't respond, so he doesn't talk to me, he doesn't move, groan, anything, then I'm gonna be concerned that there's something wrong with him. Okay, while I do that, I'm also gonna see if he looks like he's breathing, okay? To do that, I'm gonna look to see if his chest is rising and falling, okay? So do I see this part of his chest moving up and down, okay? If it's not, I don't think he's breathing. Does that make sense? Okay, so you have about 10 seconds, 10 seconds or less, to tap and shout, ask him if he's okay, and to decide if he's breathing, okay? So, I walk in, I scan the room, it looks safe. I see someone's down, so I'm gonna approach him. Hey, hey, are you okay, are you okay? He doesn't seem to be responding. I'm gonna check to see if he's breathing. I don't see any chest rise or fall. At this point, I now need to activate the emergency response system. So, I'm gonna say, you go call 911 and get me the AED. Okay, now again, instead of just pointing or just saying, oh, someone go get me the AED, call 911, it's a really good idea to say their name. Point directly at them, look directly at them, okay? If you go, someone call 911, get the AED. Everyone else is gonna do this. You call. No, you call. Okay? so. I really want to make sure someone calls. I don't want to be just doing this all by myself for a long time. It gets tiring. You guys are going to see that pretty soon. Okay? So if you know their name, 
Colette, can you go call 911 and get me an AD, please? I'm gonna make sure that she physically leaves as well, okay? So it's not just telling her, it's making sure I see her leave. If she doesn't leave, I'm gonna say it again. Can you go call 911 and get me an AD, please? She doesn't leave, maybe she's just, she can't. I mean, she's a little frozen, she's a little scared. I'm gonna go to the next person. Sean, can you go get me an AED and call 911? I'm gonna watch him leave. I'm gonna make sure that somebody leaves, okay? So, and if you're a child, preferably pick an adult, okay? So mommy, daddy, or somebody that's an adult, grandma, grandpa, anyone, okay? So that you make sure that the people get the right information when you call 911. Okay, all right, so we've activated the emergency response system. We called 911 and we got an AED, okay? The next thing we're gonna do is start CPR, okay? So we start CPR by doing compressions first, okay? So how we do compressions is you're gonna find the lower half of his breastbone, okay? So if I show you this model, the big bone right in the middle of their chest, that's their breastbone, okay? Everyone has it, it's in the same spot on everyone. You find the lower half of that. You put your hand, and you wanna put the heel of your hand right on top of that. Lower half of the breastbone, okay? Then, you wanna interlock your fingers. And then you need to push down. We're gonna push down on an adult at least two inches. And it's much easier if you put your weight over your hands, okay? So if you lock your arms, you get your shoulders over your elbows, your elbows over your wrists, that's the best way for you to get all of the power that you have to push down. Versus if you lean back and you just try to push with your arms, you're gonna have a much harder time pushing down two inches, okay? All right, we're gonna give him chest compressions and we're gonna give him 30 chest compressions. It's a lot of chest compressions. Okay, you guys ready? Okay. We're gonna do it at a rate of at least 100 per minute. So 30 compressions in 18 seconds. That's how that works out, okay? So it looks like this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, nine, thirty. Okay? Alright, after we do thirty compressions, we're gonna give him two breaths. Okay, so Sean, what is the first thing that you are going Check to do? Scene, make sure it's safe to approach. Does it look safe to you? Fairly, yeah. Okay, so, I think it looks safe to me too. All right, what's next? Tap and shout. Okay. Hey man, you all right? Can you hear me? Not responding to you. Nothing. What else am I checking? I'm looking for his chest to rise and fall. I'm He's not breathing. Signs of breathing. Nope. Uh, Andrew, I need you to call 911. All right, he's gone. He's guffed. Right. Okay, go ahead. Start with the compressions. Yep. So very awesome. You guys did all of the compressions very well. Okay, did anyone have any questions on that part? So the first part of, I walk in, my room is safe, I check him, I have no more than 10 seconds, I'm gonna check him. I'm also checking to see if he's breathing at that same time. Then I call for help by activating the emergency response system, and then I start with my chest compressions. No questions? Okay. So the next thing we have to do is, we need to give this guy some air. He's not breathing on his own. 
So to do that, we have what we call a pocket mask. Okay, everyone should have a pocket mask? Okay, so notice that there's kind of a teardrop type shape to the pocket mask, and if you flip it over, it actually says nose on the top. Okay, so that part goes over their nose. So when you put it down, the smaller end should be over their nose versus if you had it upside down where it was pointing down towards their chest. So you want it pointing up towards the sky or up towards their head. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take your hands and you're going to make kind of like some C's with your fingers there. You want to put some gentle pressure. Okay, you don't need to mash it into his face, but just gentle pressure. Okay, and then we need to tilt his head. It's called a head tilt chin lift. That opens his airway, so his tongue isn't sitting in the way. Okay, so to do that, I'm using these three fingers to kind of lift up on the bony part. So right here on the edge here where your jaw is versus right in the middle where your tongue is, on the bony part. And I'm using this hand's palm on the forehead. Okay, so I put the mask down with the pointy part towards his eyes. I make my C's, I put those down. I'm gonna use these three fingers over here on the bony part of his jaw. This palm is on his forehead and I'm gonna tilt his head. Then I need to give him two breaths. I just need to see his chest rise and fall. I don't need to blow him up like a balloon. Okay, so two breaths. Did you see his chest rise? Mm -hmm. Okay, one more breath. Did you see it rise? Okay, that's it. I gave two breaths. You have 10 seconds or less to give two breaths. Should be plenty of time. Now, when you first do it, it's gonna seem difficult, but with the more practice you guys will get used to being able to do it, you should be able to do it with no problem in 10 seconds, giving two breaths. Notice, I didn't blow his chest up so it got really, really huge and he looked like he was this big, right? No, Andrew? No, okay. I just needed to see his chest rise a little bit. When I see chest rise, I know he got enough air. Notice I also gave the breaths over about one second. So I didn't blow like um, the big bad wolf. I didn't, okay? You just need to blow kind of a gentle pressure until you see the chest rise and then you can stop, okay? Now obviously, same on the reverse side, if I just went, like I'm trying to gently blow on something, that's not gonna make his chest rise and fall. Thank you, Thank for, you listening for listening to Public, to Public Access, Access America. America. Produced by Public Access Pod. Discover great new playlists on SoundCloud at, at Public, Public Access, Access America. America. Discover our catalog of vintage videos on YouTube at, at Public, Public Access, Access America. America. And finally, finally, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, on Apple Podcasts, Podcasts or anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. There is something called hands-only CPR that you can do. Okay, hands-only CPR, you wouldn't give breaths. You would just do the compressions. Okay, now the downside of just doing compressions, remember we used to stop at 30? With hands-only CPR, you're not gonna stop at 30. You're just gonna keep going. It's almost exactly the same, except I'm not gonna stop to give air. So, I scan my room, my room is safe.
Gonna check him. Hey, buddy, are you okay? Are you okay? Hey, are you okay? Doesn't seem to be responding. I'm gonna check to see if he's breathing. Doesn't look to be breathing. Can you go call 911 and get me an AED? Okay, I saw her physically leave. So now I'm gonna start my compressions. Now, I'm not gonna stop at 30. I'm gonna just keep going. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two. I'm just gonna keep going. I'm not gonna stop. I should be able to do a hundred of these in a minute. Okay? I just gotta keep going until someone comes to help me. Alright? And that action will draw air into the lungs? Well, what we're, what we're considering is when they fall down originally, you're going to have some air in your chest, in your lungs. Your lungs always have air. Even if you were to exhale and blow out like you're blowing out with your candles on a birthday cake, you always have some air. So, and he's got some oxygen that's already in his blood system from when he first fell down. So he's got a several minutes of air. So I'm hoping that someone's gonna come and help me before this guy runs out of air, okay? And again, like I said before, better to do something than nothing. The problem was is before when people had to do mouth to mouth, I don't expect that everyone's walking around with a pocket mask and a pair of gloves in their back pocket everywhere like, I'm ready to rescue. Most times you're just walking around, you're doing your own thing, and then if you come across them and you're like, oh no, well what should I do? And if this is a complete stranger, a lot of people weren't willing to do mouth to mouth on them. They were like, I don't know who this guy is, I don't know where he's been, or I don't know if I really want to put my lips on his lips. So they wouldn't do anything, they would walk away. So by allowing and changing the guidelines to say that you can do hands only CPR, more people are willing to do something. And like I said, he's got a couple minutes worth of air in him. Now, is it preferable to give him air? Yes. If, if, you don't have one of these. if you don't have a pocket mask with you, you can still do the regular mouth-to-mouth. -mouth. So to do regular mouth-to-mouth, -mouth, that hasn't changed. Okay? You'd pinch their nose, tilt their head back. You're going to take your whole mouth, wrap around their mouth, and deliver the two breaths just so you see chest rise and fall, just like normal, okay? Remember, it's very important, you have to tilt the head back. If you don't tilt the head back, you're very unlikely to get air in. The tongue will just block the airway. Normally, when you're that relaxed, your tongue would just fall back, okay? So, it will make it really hard for you to blow the air in. And, and you'll kind of realize that, you can feel the difference, so if you, go like this and you try to blow in, you just feel like you're blowing through a, a closed straw, you just can't get anything out and you're feeling all red in your face, you're like, okay? But when it's open, when you've tilted it back, you'll feel that there's less resistance. It's much easier for you. So hopefully that is kind of a reminder. And when you've practiced it enough times, you, you can kind of see there's a difference of if I didn't open it versus if I did. 
Okay. Another really important part of the um, compressions, notice I always let my hands come all the way back up. That's called recoil. Okay. You need to allow the chest to come all the way back up to its natural position. That allows the heart to refill with blood. So if I don't do that, if I just, that, I'm not pushing anything. He's not circulating anything. All right. So good job, you guys. I love America. It's been my home all my life. You a German spy. That sounds like Public technology. Access America. Find Public Access America on SoundCloud.com. Tune in radio, Player FM, Google Play, and Stitcher Smart Radio. Public Access America. I think I'm going to like this podcast. Find Public Access America on Apple Podcasts. Find Public Access America on Twitter at Public Access Pod. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their Find Public Access America on YouTube. Good evening. At Public Access America. Documentaries. More inspirational. More and more. All coming your way right now. This is our chance to answer that call. This is our moment. I'm not sure I said more enough. This is our time. Public Access America is pretty great. Yeah. Our goal is to bring you more. History in the making. Making history in the making.